Hello and welcome to the second part of this special four-part insurance news podcast in collaboration with the Vero SME Insurance Index. In this episode, we examine the insurance issues, challenges, opportunities, and developing features of Australia's largest business sector, small to medium enterprises, usually referred to simply as SMEs. I'm Andrew Swalpox, and in this podcast, produced in collaboration with Vero, we're using data collected from the latest edition of their annual SME index. Today, I'll be talking to some people who can help us understand why large businesses, that is, companies with more than 200 employees, love insurance. SMEs, by comparison, are, well, a bit of a mixed bag. Love insurance, or just tolerate it as a necessary but grudging expense, brokers service the risk needs of a bewildering variety of businesses, from major corporations to tiny startups. When it comes to relationships with brokers, large businesses report a 96% satisfaction rate. While SMEs are increasingly supportive of their relationship with their broker, their satisfaction rate is 14% lower. That's still a big positive. In 2018, only 67% of SME clients said they were satisfied with the service their brokers provided. So the rise is 17% in just five years. Nevertheless, there's a big satisfaction gap between the big end of town and SMEs. So why is there such a difference? Our guest today can enlighten us. Tony Meekin is the National Manager at Lockton Australia, and Corinne Richardson is the Executive Manager, Commercial Underwriting at Vero. Corinne, let me start with you. We discussed at some length in our last podcast about the growing number of SME businesses, now 54%, that mix their insurance purchases between the direct market and their broker. But a whopping 73% of large businesses mix and match. What do you think is the reason for large businesses to turn to the direct market? Well, I do think that some large businesses tend to employ risk management services in-house. A lot of them have their own internal insurance advisor and potentially some classes of business, such as workers' compensation, can be placed direct with an insurer, whereas the general lines, such as property, liability, motor fleet, tend to be a little bit more complex and therefore the services of a broker are usually engaged at that point. But SMEs depending on the complexity of their business, they're not always straightforward businesses either. Depending on the complexity of their business, they may want to mix and match similar services. They may go direct to an insurer such as workers' compensation, but go to a broker for their general alliance. Tony, let me bring you in here. Does that 73% figure surprise you? It does surprise me. It would be useful to delve into which products the 73% are thinking about. Perhaps it's, it's things like CTP and New South Wales, the brokers don't get involved. But one of the complaints about having to deal with insurance is the administration and time it takes to transact. So I just find it difficult to imagine a busy CFO hopping on to compare the market for his own personal insurance, let alone the company they work for. Having said that, you know, there's no doubt that some classes of insurance are increasingly easier to deal with online. But to be honest, I still can't imagine a medium to large firm sourcing their own insurance. Expertise is the reason 87% of large businesses give for using a broker, compared to just 65% for SMEs. Does that suggest smaller businesses' insurance needs are regarded more as transactional rather than as serious risk management? Well, on the face of it, it does. And intuitively, you probably would think so. But perhaps it's more of a case that the SME buyer of insurance may not be aware how a broker truly adds value to them. But they don't know what they don't know, as I say. My sense is that we're actually drifting back to the likes of Flight Centre, for instance, 
in the travel agency world because people want to talk to people that that can actually help. I think that's the same probably with insurance in a so-called harder insurance market. There are policy conditions and exclusions being imposed and they need to be carefully considered. And a good example at the moment is increasing use of low flood sublimits. That's a bit of a minefield for an SME buyer going direct. Now, of course, a broker would be seeking a few options identifying the deficiencies and advantages with each quote, and then making a clear recommendation. So I don't really see why that value wouldn't equally apply to an SME. So I just think it's a case that you know the larger buyers are more used to dealing with the brokers. What sort of expertise do big businesses get the smaller businesses don't? A good broker is really interested in their clients' risks. It's all about the risk. What are the top risks that the companies cannot expose the balance sheet to? Insurance should be purchased to enable a business to operate with peace of mind that certain risks have been adequately insured. The risk-based approach to insurance buying seems obvious, but you'd be surprised that so many buyers are left with off-the-shelf products and solutions that when it comes to claims, they're either really difficult to navigate or just plainly not fit for purpose. So the broker's expertise is obviously fundamentally about delivering an insurance solution that is competitive with a carrier that understands what they are insuring, but most of all, that the insurance will work as intended. The large broker groups are investing heavily in systems that provide their brokers with specialized information. Do you see the expertise gap closing over time? It's a good question. My response probably won't directly address the question, though, because it kind of suggests that the direct insurers have more expertise, which I genuinely don't think is the case. But anyway, focusing on the big brokers, and bearing in mind I spent 30 years with one of the big brokers, I don't see a lot of emphasis placed on expertise in their SME mid-sized business. In fact, the young people coming into the industry are more being trained to be administrators. Their role is really to funnel the business into facilities. And the bigger brokers now are really hooked on the income that the big facilities generate. And it's these facilities that are competing direct with the direct market. It's a real industry malaise, the lack of expertise and on-the-job training, you know, the big brokers and the big insurers offshoring. I think it's more of a case that we're we're having a bit of a back-to-the-future moment where there is a growing prevalence of niche brokers. And I would argue that they are coming from insurance companies or or the larger brokers, they're coming into an environment where truly it's all about the client. They don't have shareholder returns to worry about. And there's emphasis on, on being industry experts, whether that's construction, real estate, profin, whatever it may be. And it's really these niche brokers that are able to understand the different industry sectors, understand the risks that they face and have an insightful discussion with their clients. So my view is that the big brokers and the large direct insurers are commoditizing SME and mid-sized business, but I've got a feeling that these people still need personal service and expertise and advice. Well, let's talk a bit about that personal service. Corinne, we talk a lot about the need for brokers to regularly contact their clients, but the index finds 39% of large businesses reported no contact with their broker in the past year, compared to 28% for SMEs. Does that figure surprise you? Yes, Andrew, it actually does. We are in the 11th year of the SME Insurance Index findings and each and every year those businesses who hear more from their broker are generally greatly satisfied. 
we know communication is key in building client relationships. So a 12-month window with no contact in any industry is surprising. As we know, successful broker, client, and even insurer-broker relationships are built on strong communication. Communication preferences have changed over the years and brokers have needed to adapt during COVID, etc. What we are seeing is an increase in email usage and phone and even web-based communication such as Skype or Zoom. You know, there is still a preference for personalised face-to-face engagement. However, in the absence of being able to do this face-to-face, we still need to make sure communication is a priority. And here's what may be another surprise. Large businesses are less likely to have reviewed their insurance at their last renewal, despite the complexity of their business and their risks. Is that even wise? That's 49% of them. Well, that stat was certainly a surprise with any contract, it is very important to review the terms and conditions each and every year. With any renewal, it's critically important to make sure all details are current and that businesses understand what they've purchased, what they're covered for, and even what has potentially been excluded. For me, this just reconfirms the importance of having a broker and ensuring you have the right support and advice to ensure you have the right cover in place. As an insurer, we would much rather be in a situation where we're asking questions at renewal time rather than having to ask them at claim time. You know, unfortunately, Andrew, ignorance is not bliss when it comes to insurance. I'd also like to touch on claims. And the index finding, in particular, that large businesses rely more on their broker than SME clients at claims time. And... They're much more prepared to praise the support of their broker than SMEs are. Why do you think that's happening? Well, the index showed us that 68% of broker clients want to deal with a broker when they have a claim, and this becomes more common the larger an SME gets. With large businesses, their insurance needs are often broad and complex. A lot of the time their cover is placed across multiple products. The need for an insurance expert during their claim becomes more and more critical. Brokers are experts at claim time and can help clients navigate through and help them achieve a positive outcome quicker than if they were left to their own devices. With SME clients, they're often the CEO, the operations manager, the CFO. They're playing every role across the business. So when the worst happens, being able to rely on their broker to help and support them through is critical. Another contributing factor to the difference in SME clients is that SME claims can often be lodged online. For example, we at Vero have one-touch claims that can be processed and paid within 15 minutes of lodgement. It's a fantastic feature and very relevant in this day and age. However, it could see some SMEs question the value of their broker if this is the only claims experience that they have. We don't always expect companies to be happy with their final claim settlement. But there's a figure in the index showing large business claims resulted in a dissatisfaction rate of only 3%, compared with 21% dissatisfaction for SMEs. Does that suggest smaller businesses have greater expectations? I'm not sure we can draw a direct parallel and say that smaller businesses have greater expectations. What we do know, though, is that overwhelmingly the majority of SMEs do not experience a claims loss on a regular basis. I mean, this may result in confusion or uncertainty when the time comes to submit a new claim and brokers are best placed to ease these concerns given their experience. However, given SMEs play every role within the business, it's key to communicate clearly and regularly to clients during claims and make the process as easy as possible to ensure they have a positive claims experience and that they'll want to recommend you. So what do you think, Tony? Do small businesses expect more from their claim and receive less? Or are large businesses just better prepared for reality by their brokers? Look, it probably does 
positive answer that SMEs expect. They buy their insurance, they expect it to respond when they need it to. They are less inclined to really know what it covers and what it doesn't cover and the different technical aspects of that insurance policy. I recently actually helped a family friend who suffered a $250,000 storm damage claim. He was a direct buyer for his high-end house, I should say. 18 months later, it still really hasn't progressed. It's with a loss adjuster. Now, can you imagine the frustration? So that's extremely frustrating for anybody, particularly somebody trying to find and navigate their way through loss adjusters and claims handlers. But I can only imagine the frustration that SMEs are left to deal with when they're dealing direct, particularly difficult claims. I would expect a broker like Lockton to have more clout with an insurer than a small suburban broker, or is that not the case? Well, in my view, particularly in this somewhat harder market, Clout, I think, is a myth. Insurers have their own internal audit and protocols they must follow these days, and often claims authority has been removed from the frontline underwriters. So the good old days of, of rocking up to the underwriter and saying, listen, we're going to leverage our portfolio here and we need you to do the right thing on the claim, I think has largely gone. So it's the client teams that are the ones that will take the time to understand the client's business and the risks and the same individuals that represent the client in the market. And believe it or not, also the same people that will navigate the claim. So insurers value that as much as a client does. And, and brokers like Lockton enjoy you know, a really good relationship because they place value in the, the trusted relationship. So I've worked for the international brokers and I, I can't really comment about suburban. I am acutely aware that there are some really tremendous suburban and rural brokers. And of course, they now enjoy the clout of a large buying group, such as Steadfast or AUB. But I would also argue most of them critically retain really strong personal relationships with their clients. And the word trust is the big issue for me. Looking specifically at larger businesses, what should brokers do to ensure they retain such clients? Is there a magic formula? The most important thing that uh, you know, I can impart in my 35 years in the industry and people that I've worked with is you, you must listen to your clients. So fundamentally, and quite simply, if you're delivering your clients' objectives, you really have a sticky long-term trusted relationship. Again, it's, it's easy to say, but part of that trust is to always put the client first. A good broker has strong relationships with the market and obviously strong relationships with the clients, but it's always got to be client first. And Corinne, how does a broker land that big client and keep it? Well, Andrew, I'm obviously not a broker. However, what we do see from brokers in terms of best practice is generally that they have an intimate understanding and knowledge of their clients' business needs. They communicate at every touch point from initial engagement through to renewal and most importantly at claims time. It's not just sharing good news either with clients. We see brokers truly being a trusted partner to these businesses and ensure they proactively share updates to their clients on policy terms and conditions, price, and even market or specific industry trends. They not only ensure their clients have the right cover in place, but they also work with them to mitigate risk within their business, So, which is really important. And this helps the brokers showcase their knowledge and provide upfront value to their clients. Well, it's been a very enlightening conversation and even surprising. As so much changes around us, the value of the trusted relationship between the broker and their client is as important as ever. We've only covered a few of them, but there are clearly many ways that brokers can build and maintain that level of trust in the relationship. Well, that brings us to the end of our second of four episodes reviewing the 2022 Vero SME Insurance Index, produced 
by Insurance News in collaboration with Vero. My thanks to Tony Meakin and Corinne Richardson for bringing us some enlightenment into the world of bigger business broking. It certainly raises some interesting insights into how brokers should work with their clients. Visit vero.com.au slash broker to access all the SME Insurance Index reports now. In the next edition of this special four-part series, we look at the high-pressure world of claims and how SME customers view the process, including the level of assistance they've received from their brokers. I hope you'll join us then.